Black Wall Street, myth or reality? What do the 1985 Broadwater Farm riots have to do with the Tulsa massacre that occurred in the south of the USA in 1921? When we're talking about the police, right, they were never a system or institute that was going to be for or protecting Black life. They were there to protect property and protect the interests of white people, whiteness, and all its many forms. People were tired of being targeted, tired of, you know, seeing people that they loved being gunned down and, or like, you know, brought to an untimely death, tired of seeing little children being harassed by police officers. That pressure cooker, like that feeling, it just bubbled up and over. I think there was something in that around these two black women, these two mothers, thinking about the spaces that black mothers tend to occupy when we're talking about community building. Was Tulsa and the Black Wall Street community really a utopia of black wealth and excellence? I think a lot of people do imagine and think about black towns in Tulsa as historically utopian communities. And I think when we have that idea of a utopia, we think about an ideal place, a perfect place for people, and in this case, for black people. There was this appealing idea to create a place where black people during the Jim Crow era could be relatively safe or safer, and where they could organize to build up a community that was striving to be economically vibrant, that was striving to be socially supportive and cohesive. These are some of the markers that we think of for those places. National Geographic magazine in June did a study on what the generational wealth loss was in Tulsa, and they determined, and again, this is a community of 10,000 people in 1921, that had the massacre not happened in Greenwood today, there would be an additional $600 million worth of generational wealth. How and why did the massacre or race riots, as some people refer to it, actually start? Lynching was more than just a judgment for a one-time situation. It was a way of being in a culture that lasted for well over 100 years. When you look at this history, you see a couple of practices that continue to happen over and over again. One, many, many black men were accused of raping white women. But in so many instances, that was really never true. It was simply the excuse that was used, but it took them directly to jail. Now, the contrast to that is, as you and I know, African-American women have been raped unlimited since slavery, but no one and no law ever protected Black women from being lynched. In other words, if these white women were so important, what about Black women? What role did the media, politicians, and law enforcement play in the destruction of Black Wall Street? And how does Tulsa fit into a wider social history of Black communities in the West and the cycles of perseverance and persecution they face? 
One thing that helped to keep the story of the Tulsa Race Massacre buried for years and years is the fact that, um, you know, Oklahoma is what uh, condescending people would call today flyover country. It's not on the East Coast, on the West Coast, on these big media centers, these important financial centers. It's in the middle of the country. Oklahoma is the reddest of the red states. It's an extremely conservative state. Silencing, trying to omit things from history, trying to erase things from history, sitting on things for decades when it could have offered our communities some sort of solace. I mean, the reality is that African-Americans are a part of the histories of every single state in the United States. They are a vital presence in all of American history. And, you know, their communities are, are nationwide, obviously more in certain places than others. You cannot move forwards without understanding what has come before. And you can't seek to build when you don't know what foundations have already been laid. The stories need to be told. This story should not have been buried for a hundred years. And in order to be able to reckon with our atrocities, we have to be able to acknowledge them and really and truly engage and grapple with them as hard as it might be. 2021 marks the 100 year anniversary of what has come to be known as the Tulsa Massacre. In this year of remembrance, Galden Magazine is launching a new series, Reclaimed and Rewritten, a hard hitting deep dive into the past to untangle our complicated histories. I'm Clarkie Shiken, a journalist, writer, and author. And in our first season, I'll be exploring the myths and the realities of Tulsa and the 1921 massacre that decimated the thriving Black community known as Deep Greenwood. Reclaimed and Rewritten is out December 7th and will be available on the ACAST app and all streaming platforms. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. Reclaimed and Rewritten is a Galdam podcast series.